Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Entitled Parents video. Did you know that if you hit the like and subscribe buttons down below, you're scientifically proven to not be entitled? It's a true fact. That said, our first story of the day is by Alexandra Avery. Entitled mother refuses to wear a mask, then lets her son poop in the middle of a grocery store, gets arrested. So we'll call this store chain Brovigo, and B, my friend, has been working there for the past four years. This happened in early 2020, so the panda bear was in full swing with mask mandates, etc. She's working the self-checkout area right by the doors and notices a woman enter with her screaming child, henceforth known as Entitled Mother and Entitled Child. Entitled Mother looks to be in her 40s and her kid's wearing a school name class of 2020 sweater, so he was around 11 or 12. Right off the bat, Entitled Mother looks pissed, probably from her goblin child screaming blue murder about how he wants McDonald's and waltzes in without a mask. B notices and heads over nicely to ask her to put one on, conversation paraphrased. They say, welcome to Bravigo. do you need a mask? Entitled Mother says, what? No, I just need a few things. She tries to shove her way past B and into the store. B, placing herself between Entitled Mother and the rest of the store, said, Quick trip, eh? Yeah, I get that, but as per Bravigo policy, all staff and customers over the age of 10 need to be wearing masks in the store. The Entitled Mother says, well, I don't have one. B, pointing to a stand with hand sanitizer and masks by the door, says, Well, right over there, we have some in case people forget. You can get one for you and your son. Entitled Child says, Mom, I don't want to wear a mask. She says, Hush, sweetie, you don't have to. Then says to B, My son is eight, he doesn't need one. And besides, I don't need one either. I just need to grab a few things. I'll be out in a few minutes anyway. Entitled Child says, Hey, I'm not eight. Entitled Mother glares at her kid to shut up, and he keeps whining about how he doesn't want to wear a mask. B says, I understand, ma'am, but it's store policy, and if you don't wear a mask, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to shop elsewhere. The door signs clearly state you must wear a mask to shop with us. Entitled Mother, raising her voice, said, but I just need a few things. It's not like I'm going all over the store. I want to speak with your manager. B and her walkie-talkie said, Hey, um, I've got a woman at the doors who wants to talk to you. They say, be right there. Is it about masks again? B says, yep. The manager sighs and says, keep her at the doors, please. B says, can do, turning to speak to Entitled Mother, saying, please wait right here, and manager will be right over. Entitled Mother says, better not keep me waiting. I have a family to feed. Manager soon shows up and takes over, says, good afternoon. How can I help you today? Entitled Mother says, this child... B was 20, won't let me in. How am I supposed to feed my family if I can't even enter the store? The manager says, well ma'am, you're welcome to do your shopping here if you put on a mask. Noticing the class of 2020 shirt on the kid saying, and your son needs one as well, seeing as he's over 10. Entitled mom says, he's eight. The kid says, no I'm not mom, stop saying that. She says, be quiet entitled child, mommy's handling this. The kid says, don't yell at me. He's stomping his foot, screaming in her face. 
She says, don't you take that tone with me. Let me deal with these idiots, then mommy will get you McDonald's after. The kid shuts up real quick. Entitled mother to manager smirking said, I can't wear a mask and neither can my son. We have asthma and won't be able to breathe. The manager says, I'm very sorry to hear that, but I'm afraid the rule goes for everyone. No entry without a mask. Entitled mother freaking explodes. I swear to God, we'll suffocate with masks on. Are you trying to kill my child? I'm going to sue if you don't let me in right now. Manager says, please don't raise your voice at me. I'm speaking to you like an adult. I expect the same in return. If you don't want to wear a mask, then you can shop somewhere else. I hear that small marts allowing customers to shop without masks. If you'd rather go there. She says, I'll speak however I want. You're infringing my rights as a Canadian citizen to breathe freely. I don't want to go to small mart. I'm already here. Just let me do my freaking shopping. Entitled mother is panting like she just ran a marathon and her crotch fruit pulls her down to whisper something in her ear. Entitled mother smiles like the Grinch after stealing Christmas and nods at her gremlin. He takes off into the store at a run and they lose sight of him in the aisles. M sends B after the kid while he calls for Bravigo's security. B's now searching up and down every aisle in the store and finally finds the kid in the frozen food section all the way at the other end of the store. He's got his pants around his ankles and is squatting in the middle of the aisle, dropping a massive pile of poo on the floor. He sees B and grins at her. B gets on the walkie and calls manager over, telling him what's going on. At this point, Entitled Mother has reluctantly put on a mask and storms over with manager just as Entitled Child drops the last nugget on his steaming pile. He pulls his pants back up and trots over to Entitled Mother. Entitled Mother says, there we go, we found him. Now I can shop in peace. Manager says, absolutely not. You or your son need to clean that up immediately. Entitled Mother says, heck no, get her to do it. Pointing at B, it's her job. Manager says, no it's not. Either you clean that up right now or I'm calling the police. Entitled Mother says, fine, go get me some paper towels. Manager to B said, can you go grab the cleaning cart by the cash? B said no problem, gets the cart, and Entitled Mother starts picking up the poop. Manager says, I hope you understand, once that's cleaned up, you'll need to leave. You and your son are banned for life. Entitled Mother says, what? Manager says, after this awful display from the both of you, you're not welcome to return. She says, that's not fair. I've been a loyal customer here for years, you can't do this. And she flings the fistful of poop she's got at his head. He managed to dodge it and it splattered on the freezer door behind him, running down the glass, smearing a stinky brown path towards the ground. M gets on the walkie and asks for someone to lock the doors and call the cops, while Entitled Mother and Entitled Child make a beeline for the exit. Boy was she pissed when she realized she was locked in. She's screaming at everyone, her kids complaining about the crap still stuck to his butt, and everyone else is staying the freak away from the crazy lady with poop on her hands screaming about lawsuits and how she'll have all the employees fired. I'm truly sad I wasn't there to see this crap show, ha, unfold in person. But B managed to show me the CCTV footage a few days later. The cops show up not too long after, in masks and gloves. The station was just down the street from the Blavigo, and M uses a side exit to go out and explain the situation. Three cops enter and head over to where Entitled Mother's still screaming like a banshee, sniveling hex spawn in tow. Cop 1 says, ma'am, you're going to need to come with us. Entitled Mother said, like heck I am. 
He's the one you should be arresting. Pointing a crappy finger at manager. He made me clean up some random kid's poop. Cop 2 said, ma'am, you need to calm down and come outside with us or we'll be forced to detain you. You can come peacefully or in handcuffs. It's your call. Entitled mother rushes the officers, probably to start hitting them or something. And Cop 1 and Cop 3 grab her and pin her on the floor, with Cop 2 cuffing her while reciting her rights. Entitled child is scream crying now, telling the cops to leave his mom alone and trying to pull them off her. Cop 1 turns around and grabs Entitled Child in a bear hug, lifting him off the ground as he's kicking and screaming to be let go, and carries him out to the squad cars in front of the store. All the while, Entitled Mother's screaming about child abuse and unlawful detainment and, You better get your hands off my child right now or I'll sue you all to high heaven. Entitled Child's packed into the back of one car, Entitled Mother in another, and Cop 1 comes back to finish up with Manager and B taking their statements and getting a copy of the CCTV footage. Entitled Mother was charged with disturbing the peace, aggravated assault for the poo-flinging, resisting arrest, and trespassing. She never came back to that store and was banned from all Bravigo locations for life along with her son. Manager ended up cleaning the poo, not wanting to make his employees do it. Considering everything the manager did here, do you have a great deal of respect for that manager and the way they conducted not only this situation but themselves as a whole? Let me know in the comments down below. Our next story is by Rapscallion242. Entitled mom insists her son wasn't drowning. I was a lifeguard for six years at a municipal pool in my hometown. We had clear-cut rules like a required swim test to go to the deep end swim the width of the pool without touching the ground and tread water for one minute, and no life jackets in the deep end. This was upheld for everyone. Swim team stars and visitors alike had to pass the test, and pass again if there was doubt. It was a small town so the lifeguards knew who was who, and it was a simple system. Over the 4th of July weekend, my last year there, we had a family come into town, and they had this 4 or 5, maybe even 6 year old boy who insisted he could swim fine enough to go to the deep end. I told him he had to pass the test first. The mom came over and told me they were from a city and they let him swim in the deep end there and he could swim fine. I told her I didn't care. Rules are rules and he had to pass the test. She huffed and went and sat in the observation area. Her son failed the test more than once with more than one lifeguard. The kid still ran and went to the deep end. He swam out to the middle, of course, where none of the tools we use to drag people to the side can reach, and just his face was above the water. Then, he starts moving his arms to push himself under and back up, since he wasn't able to touch the ground, and starts paddling frantically but not moving anywhere. Where I was trained, this is active drowning. I was on the floor, so I jumped in and swam him to the side, him kicking me and yelling to his mom. I put him on the wall and said he had to stay in the shallow end. I got out and the mom was in my face yelling, why would you do that? He was fine, that's just how he swims. I simply told her that was active drowning and the other floor lifeguard backed me up. She took all her kids and left, not without getting the number of my boss, who just told her, sorry my lifeguard saved your kid, I'll never forget that. I kept my training for 9 years and that was the first and only time I had to jump in after someone. We could usually mediate another way, but mostly all the kids that came were very good swimmers because they were there daily. And the only thing the parent had to say was, why would you do that? I don't know what's going on with this parent, but like, sounds to me like they're trying to find a way to get rid of their kid. 
Literally, like, how reckless can you be with your kid's safety? Just let them go swim in the middle of the deep end. Not even a wall to cling to, not a floaty. All I can say is yikes. This next story is by Wolfie6565. Mom wants me to go to school after I vomit all over the toilet. I woke up today to my stomach feeling like crap, so I went to the bathroom. I sat on the toilet and spent a whole hour on it and she doesn't care. All she said was, you're not sick, you need to go to school. I'm back on the toilet as I type this because I'm sick as freak and she keeps telling me that I have to go. I keep trying to tell her that I'm sick and I can't go, but she thinks I'm talking back to her. I'm not trying to be rude to her, but she's being rude to me. How am I supposed to deal with this? Help. As long as you literally don't make a mess in the car on the ride over, literally go to school, tell the teacher you're not feeling well and you feel sick, or alternatively just go straight to the school nurse, and they'll likely immediately call back your parent that already just drove straight home and say, yeah, the kid's not feeling well, you need to come get them. And our final story of the day is by Rustproof Orb, entitled Mom Doesn't Think She Needs to Parent Her Child Because He Has Autism. I correct her and shame her into parenting. For some context, I live in a basement apartment with my husband and our dog, who as well as being a service animal, loves kids and is very mild-mannered. We've been having issues with our upstairs neighbors since November in regards to loud stomping, furniture being slammed, and loud screaming. I've been up to talk to them about it several times, and last night I reached my breaking point. I went upstairs to ask them to please stop stomping as my husband works early mornings and was trying to sleep for work. When she opened the door, I could see that the small two-bedroom apartment had no less than six adults and four kids inside of it. I calmly asked them to stop the stomping, and since this is the third time I've had to ask in the last four months, the next time it got this bad, I would be lodging a complaint with the property management company. My neighbor had a friend over who has a three-year-old who's on the spectrum, and was the one stomping the hardest and causing the most amount of noise. Her friend gets a sour look on her face and started chirping at me from across the room. You live in a basement apartment and he has autism. What the heck do you expect me to do? There's going to be some noise. I say okay. I get that I live in the basement, but stomping until picture frames fall off my walls is a different story. The friend says, well, he has autism. What the heck do you expect me to do? I say put some slippers on him, or maybe secure some pillows to his feet. If he absolutely has to stomp his feet, lay him on the sofa and kick the back off it, or let him kick the wall if it needs to be something hard. Friend with an exasperated sigh says, Well, he likes dinosaurs, and he gets excited when he sees them, and when he gets excited, he stomps his feet. I say then don't show him a movie with dinosaurs. Friend gives another snort and says, You just don't get it. He has autism. I say no, I get it, I worked with kids with needs for 3 years. I worked with a kid who loved to stomp and when he needed to, I would wrap his feet in foam and let him go to town on a sound dampening mat I picked up for him to stomp on. The friend says, oh, well, I guess he can quiet it down a bit. While it could be a tricky situation, I agree that there definitely needs to be either some good teaching going on here for the kid or some consideration for the neighbors and trying to improve the situation a little bit because I'm sorry, you can't just say my kid's on the spectrum and have that wash away your kid's stomping on the floor, basically somebody's ceiling, day and night. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. 
And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.